It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Tuesday, January 19th, 2016. We have 10 vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, we have a small craft advisory for hazardous seas and for winds in effect through this afternoon. And today I'll talk with you about an alarmist earthquake prediction story that's making the rounds on Facebook and Twitter. We'll hear from meteorologist Gordon McCraw and other news sources about why this article is less than credible. But first, let's take a look at our Columbia Columbia River ship schedule for the day. We have four inbounders, five in the Astoria anchorage, and one outbounder. Our first arrival in the river is the Sakura Kobe. She's arriving from South Korea, headed for Vancouver's anchorage upriver. She's uh, going to be anchoring there for a bit and then going to the port of Portland to pick up a cargo of soda ash for export. She'll pass Astoria maybe around 4 a.m. You might see her in the Vancouver area at around 10 a.m. The ATB, Articulated Tug and Barge Dublin Sea, arrives from Port Angeles, headed for Portland. Her cargo refined petroleum. She'll pass Astoria around 9 a.m. and arrive in Portland around 4 p.m. The ATB Vision is arriving from Anacortes. She is headed for Klatskanai, and her cargo will be crude oil. She will pass Astoria around 6.30 p.m. and arrive at Port Westward in Klatskanai by about 9 p.m. And currently, um, those shipments out of Klatskanai are the only crude oil currently being um, shipped being shipped on the river. But there are uh, plans in the works, projects proposed for uh, the Port of Vancouver, for instance, to ship crude oil out of there. Uh, next, our final inbounder for the day so far is uh, the Port Star, arriving from Japan, headed for Astoria's Anchorage. And she'll be pulling into the Anchorage to drop anchor there at about 10.30 p.m. And that's right off the Astoria downtown waterfront. In the Anchorage, we have some vessels. Uh, a couple of them are slated to head upriver in the next 24 hours, and the others are awaiting orders. We have the KM Yokohama headed for Kalama today to pick up wheat. She's departing around 5 p.m. and will arrive in Kalama around 10 p.m. The Jenko Acheron is headed for Longview early tomorrow morning. Um, she will be uh, going upriver to pick up wheat in Longview, leaving around 3 a.m., early tomorrow morning and arriving in Longview around 6.30 a.m. on Wednesday. That leaves the Diamond Inda, the Ocean Trader 1, and the Angelic Power awaiting orders. And our one outbounder for the day is the Black Forest. She's a bulker leaving Longview with logs on board, departing about 5 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 8.30 p.m. Well, in our marine weather forecast today, we have a small craft advisory for rough conditions on the Columbia River Bar through this morning. Uh, The bar forecast for the day, that's the area right at the mouth of the river where the river meets the ocean. Combined seas 11 to 13 feet. Seas are going to temporarily build to about 16 feet with breaking waves during those max ebb current times. We have one happening around 1 p.m. and another one around 1.30 a.m. early tomorrow morning. We have a small craft advisory overall, as I said earlier, for... uh, Hazardous seas in effect through this afternoon. That means seas of 10 feet or higher are likely. And a small craft advisory for winds, 20 to 34 knots, um, will, is also in effect through, <clears throat> through this afternoon. Overall, in the marine weather forecast, we have southeast winds, 10 to 15 knots, gusting to 20. Becoming uh, south, 20 to 25 knots, gusting as high as 30 knots later in the day. Wind waves southeast, 4 feet high at 4 seconds apart, and west swells 15 feet high at about 15 seconds between wave crests, subsiding to 11 feet at about 14 seconds. Showers before sunrise and then rain today. 
Well, I want to talk to you today about an article that appeared online this weekend asserting that there was scientific proof that the big one, that big earthquake, was about to happen in the ocean off Oregon. The article, supposedly from a website representing a radio station called Superstation 95, based in New York, said that the data buoys off Oregon's coast had detected a sudden drop in the ocean floor of several feet. The article looks quite alarming and has a whole bunch of statistics, graphics, and other convincing stuff to make you think there are warning signs offshore in Oregon right now that mean the big one is about to occur. A Ship Report listener brought this to my attention over the weekend. And when I read the article, it seemed riddled with misinformation, but I'm not an expert. But now the experts are weighing in. Coast Community Radio meteorologist Gordon McCraw, who also is Tillamook County's emergency manager, posted about this article on the station's Facebook page, explaining why it was not credible. He said the buoy data cited in the article was reading pressure differences and that the data was misinterpreted by the article's author. Tidal forces and other factors cause changes in sea level often in the course of a day in the ocean, so this interpretation of what is likely normal data in this case was extremely alarmist, according to McCraw. One thing mentioned in this article that people were also discussing on Facebook was that was the assertion in that article that a tsunami wave that hit the coast would hit Portland too. Scientists who weighed in on this agreed that a tsunami wave would not sweep inland broadly from the coast and hit the city of Portland. Geography, for one thing, makes that pretty much impossible. From interviews and research that I've done, the only way a tsunami could influence Portland would be by traveling up the Columbia. This would take hours, and the effect would be greatly diminished by friction and by the natural downriver flow on the Columbia. A tsunami wave might travel a ways further upriver if it hits, say, on a rising tide, but this would likely be a matter of a few miles, not the 100 miles on the river between the ocean and Portland. So another internet hoax to upset an already jittery population of coastal dwellers as we are. So this article may be a hoax, but scientists also say the risk is still with us. Scientists I've interviewed for the SHIP Report have always told me that we have no accurate way to predict earthquakes. McCraw makes the point that data buoy information neither confirms nor refutes the risk of an earthquake. The risk is still there. He advised people on the coast to turn their attention to being prepared. So I'll close our discussion with a quote from Gordon's Facebook post, which you can find on the KMUN 91.9 Coast Community Radio Facebook page. And there he says, If it did happen tomorrow, are you ready? Do you have a plan? Does your family have a plan? How will you communicate? Where to go? What to do? Do you have a disaster kit for your home, for your work, in your car? We've learned several times during this winter season, it does not take an earthquake to isolate your community. Are you ready? And that is from Gordon McCraw. Gordon is Coast Community Radio's uh, meteorologist and also the emergency manager of Tillamook County. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day.